0: The UN has warned that Somalia could face its worst famine in half a century. Now this comes as a result of the ongoing drought, which has seen the country endure five successive below average rain seasons since the end of 2020. The Alimdad Foundation has been in the forefront of the crisis, assisting. Now we're joined by Mulana Suleiman Danchoria, project uh, coordinator at Alimdad, who is currently on the ground in Somalia. Mulana, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa
1: Wa Alaikum Salam wa Rahmatullah
0: Khair for having me. Mullah, perhaps you could begin by giving us some insight on what you are seeing on the ground uh, right now.
1: So, certainly, Mutissab, uh, at the moment, Somalia experiences its worst worst drought in four decades. Uh, it's 1.5 million people that have been displaced. And a half of the popul- population currently on the verge uh, of starvation, issues of food security etc uh, this has this has caused uh, a, a massive exodus of people having to leave uh, their ancestral homes uh, and tribal lands to try and find refuge uh, in places where humanitarian aid organizations are present, uh, so that they allowed, so that they would be able to get the exposure and access to humanitarian food, uh, water, and, and and nutrition. Half a million children at the moment uh, are malnourished uh, on the ground. So this is the worst, uh, the worst uh, drought in over four decades. Somalia has been here before. Uh, the recent floods of 2011 were quite devastating as well. Uh, 260,000 people had lost uh, their lives then. And uh, this was before the official declaration of a famine. Uh, So here once again, a famine has not yet been declared and the reason for that is because uh, it's pockets of of the population that have been affected and not the entire population per se. Uh, At the camps, to answer your question, at the camps every morning uh, we witness new processions of people arriving and these are people who have made a perilous journey and a difficult journey to get here, as I've mentioned, to to get the exposure that they need. We've interacted with a woman uh, 100 years old and she walked 150 kilometres to reach uh, the camp. Another family was explaining that they were on a donkey cart and the animal could not make, make the journey anymore, uh, as a result of which a, a mother had to walk with nine, nine little children uh, to try and reach these camps. Somalia has no real infrastructure besides the country's national north-south highway. Uh, there is no proper roads as such, though as such uh, the population uh, carves through the dusty barren wilderness uh, to reach here. Upon reaching the camps, it's a dismal reality once again. Uh, the shortage of food aid on the ground means that uh, supplies are being rationed, and preference is is naturally given to the starving uh, over the hungry. So as, as I've mentioned to you, these these are people uh, who, who've left their ancestral homes, and they come with absolutely nothing. So Somali people are, prim- are primarily primitive people. They come from a very uh, agrarian and pastoral background, and they de- depend entirely uh, on their livestock and crops and agriculture. Uh, this livestock at one time would make its its way onto the plates of wealthy Middle Eastern nations. Uh, and, and this is what they depended on uh, to feed their children and sustain themselves. While speaking to village elders, uh, in his words, he, he mentioned that it was both their fridge uh, and uh, and their bank accounts. Uh, but in the, in, in the absence of this, they've lost absolutely everything. One third of the country's livestock has already perished. Uh, and coming from a primitive background, they don't have much uh, such they've made uh, this this difficult journey to reach uh, to reach the camp. So so pr- new processions of people uh, arriving each uh, and every single morning, extremely hungry, extremely uh, devastated, and in very very low spirits. We've been uh, at the hospitals as well. We've visited the Bay Hospital uh, in Baidoa. Baidoa is is in the southern uh, southern part uh, of Somalia. And this is the current heart of the crisis. Uh, so while at the hospital as well, we've uh, seen children uh, suffering from acute uh, malnutrition. So, so children with depressed fontanelle and glassy sunken eyes, uh, swollen limbs, uh, way below what the required BMIs ought to be. And continuous uh, nausea, vomiting and diarrhea has left them with hypothermia. Uh, so very, very, a, a very, very uh, a sad reality uh, on the ground indeed.
0: Subhanallah. Yes, uh, as you very aptly and beautifully encapsulate uh, the situation, it paints a really dire picture. Uh, So the one issue is obviously the issue with regards to the drought and the consequences of that. Is that the only issue? What sort of an impact does the instability in the country have and how does that exacerbate the situation?
1: Okay, so certainly there's two parts to that answer. The first part is we have to realize that in the case of a drought, uh, it does not discriminate. So it it, it affects everyone, all, all sectors. So Somalia, in our situation, would have uh, political parties debating out in Parliament. Unfortunately, the reality on the ground in Somalia is there are armed factions that are fighting it out on the ground. So that will definitely uh, bring some sort of let and hindrance in the delivery of, of food aid. But that being said, uh, a, a drought does not uh, discriminate. It it covers uh, ma- ma- vast expansions. Uh, of land?
0: Yes. In terms of, okay, so uh, Morana has been talking to us about the situation in Somalia and uh, the situation really, really dire. You know, uh, the exa- uh, the different stories that Morana has shared of the human suffering, the sacrifice, uh, the distress, the anxiety and all that uh, the people of Somalia had to endure as a result of this uh, really, really devastating. We seem to have lost, Mulana. We got Mulana back. So yes, Mulana, you were explaining to us the, the d- dimensions to the, the problem. Yes, yes, certainly. So so, so as, I was, uh, as I was mentioning that, uh, I
1: think it, the, the onus is on all groups to ensure uh, that, that care is taken for the people that, they, uh, that fall under their, their protectorate. Uh, so as such, yes, there is little hindrance in as far as the distribution of delivery aid is concerned. Uh, that being said, this is the primary reason uh, why many people have migrated from the Ancestral and, and and ancient homes uh, to reach uh, cities such as uh, Baidoa and, and Mogadishu. It's to get away from uh, from the difficulty uh, where food aid does not reach them uh, as, as a result of, of the the violence on the ground. We spoke to a lady at, at the camp in the mo- yesterday morning as well, and she said the same thing that I don't have a gun shoved in my face, uh, but I am hungry uh, and I don't have a place of, of shelter. So so there is two parts to the answer that the part does not the, the flood. The drought does not discriminate; it affects all all populations. Uh, but at the same time, it does make huge, huge uh, humanitarian aid delivery a little bit more uh, challenging. In Baidoa, however, we have to bear in mind. Uh, this is what uh, we, we would like people to, to remember as well. It is very, very possible to do work in Somalia because the, the ports are open for business. Uh, in Baidoa, nine hundred thousand people of the one point five million people that are displaced around the city, and nine uh, hundred thousand people at one place. The landing strips are right at the doorstep, uh, at the doorstep of, of the camps. So it's, it's absolutely possible to airlift cargo. Uh, you're able to bring in nutritional food. Uh, you're able to bring it to the, to the doorstep, and, and within a day, day or two it can be served and, and, and given into the hands uh, of, 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 uh, of people who really, really need it. Uh, so, so yes, certainly the, the, the challenges are there, but alhamdulillah it is quite possible uh, to do work at the moment in Somalia.
0: Allah Rabbul is a reward. Those who have been working there and those who have been contributing, take them all from strength to strength. May Allah accept uh, the work from uh, yourself and the dad, Jazakum Jazakumullah Khair for the update. May Allah protect you and your team there and return you to South Africa safely, inshallah.
1: I mean, I mean, Allah except from all the donors as well, certainly this initiative that the Alimdat Foundation is carrying out on the ground uh, would not have been possible. If you don't mind, I'd just like to share one more thing that uh, to, to, to do work is very very possible. You know, the water tankers are available. They were donated by international governments in the past, but there's a cost factor in operating these water tankers. And uh, this has to be maintained for a period of time. It's the fourth rainy season without uh, rain, and uh, the month of April will, will, will be the fifth rainy season, and the forecast at the moment looks very, very bleak. These people have absolutely nothing. So we're trying to create a sense of resilience on the ground to ensure that there's enough food supplies uh, on the ground and to ensure that water tankers are operational and uh, distributing fresh, clean drinking water to try and sustain uh, this community of uh, 1.5 million displaced people. Inshallah, the intention is to try and carry them right till the months of April when rain is forecast. And if rain does not fall, then even thereafter. And uh, we believe that, inshallah, with the du'as of everyone, Back home as well, inshallah, and the change in our amal, inshallah, uh, this is the way that we can, inshallah, hope to completely avert a full-blown famine and a massive catastrophic loss of human lives here on the ground in Somalia.
0: Certainly, Amin. Barakallahu fikum. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
1: Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.